0: Word with meekness because it is able to save our souls. We thank thank you for our helper and our teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. And Father, I thank you that I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll go over dealing with the peacemakers, what we went over last week, and then we'll move forward with this week's teaching we talked about Matthew 5 9 blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God who are the peacemakers the peacemakers are those who bring the message of peace to the world they have been reconciled unto God through Jesus Christ a peacemaker is those that brings the message of peace to the world and they have been recon- reconciled unto God through Jesus Christ we went over um, Romans 5:10 and basically what Romans 5:10 was telling us is that we were enemies of God. before we were at peace with God, we were enemies um, with God, and that's because of the fall. that's because of what Adam and Eve done. They brought chaos into the world through their disobedience, and that means that we were enemies of God but because of Jesus Christ and what he has done on our behalf by dying on the cross where we were separated from God and did not have the peace of God and where we were not reconciled to God because of accepting Jesus Christ, now we have the peace of God. And that is dealing with, we talked about Romans five one, where it says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So the only way that we could get peace with God was not through anything that we could do or we were trying to do. It's through accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And now that we do have peace with God, it is up to us to minister this peace Unto others, we talked about second corinthians five eighteen through nineteen and it talks about all this is from God who, through Jesus Christ, made peace between us and reconciled us to himself and gave us the work. Of telling everyone about the peace we have with him so now that we have peace with God it is up to us to go out and minister this peace and that's when we talk about ministering reconciliation unto the people considering um, talking about what Christ done on our behalf now before we accepted Christ we did not have peace with God that means that we were enemies of God now Christ is what brought us back unto God that was determined in Colossians 1 20 and Ephesians 2 14 through 16 it is because of Jesus Christ that we have peace with God it's nothing that anybody in this room could have done except going through Jesus to get the peace of God and when we look at the peace of God We look at nothing missing, nothing broken. Everything we have is in him. So we should be the ones going out too. Um, um, According to Romans 10, 15, it says, and how should they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, that bring good tidings of good things. So we're the ones that bring... This gospel of peace. And we know in Luke um, 2 13 through 14, um, when the angels were, um, the heavenly host was praising God and saying, Glory be to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men because there was no peace on this earth because of sin but through Jesus Christ coming to the earth he brought peace and goodwill unto men but it's up to us to accept what Jesus done in order for us to be reconciled with God and to have the peace of God and that's how we become what peacemakers so when something is going on in our lives um dealing with anyone we should be the peacemaker because when we know what Jesus done for us and on our behalf then we should not have any hostility should we we should not have all that stuff going on we should be at peace with our brothers and sisters and we should be bringing peace to the world so if you see someone that's um not bringing that peace that they need to bring and you're right there then you need to be talking about what jesus done we should be the peacemaker now tonight we're going to talk about roman i mean matthew five ten through 12 matthew five ten through 12 and this is what it says blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. I'm telling you this verse right here is deep. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. Let's talk about that. We look at, man, we're blessed, we're happy, we're fortunate because we're being persecuted. That don't even sound right, does it? Because when you're actually being persecuted, this is what's going on. We are enduring suffering for Christ, for his namesake. It means to be mocked, to be ridiculed, criticized, to be treated with hostility. To be persecuted means to be mocked ridiculed criticized to be treated with hostility and I don't know about you but this is going on in the here and now amen and the reason why it's going on is because we're walking in righteousness we're walking in right standing with God we're doing what his word tell us to do that's why it said bless are they which are persecuted for righteousness if you're standing for what's right and you're delivering the word of God outside of how you feel or outside of how people feel, you are going to be persecuted. People are going to come up against you. And the thing is, why do we think that that's such a surprise to us? Because this is all around us. Anytime that you are different from the world, you're going to be hated. And this is what Matthew 10, 22 and 23 says. Matthew 10 22 and 23 and it says and ye shall be hated of all men for my namesake but he that endureth to the end shall be saved look at that he said that we shall be hated of all men for his namesake people are going to begin to hate us when we begin to stand up for what's right this is happening in families this is happening you know on jobs this is happening all around us but the biggest thing that hurts the most is family isn't it when you know you doing what's right you standing up for what's right and family even turn against you they begin to mock you they begin to ridicule you they begin to talk falsely against you they begin to be hostile towards you. That's when you know that you're walking in right standing. And let me tell you something. Even when we're walking in right standing, we do supposed to make peace with all men. But the Bible tells us that if we go into someone's home and we're ministering this peace, we're ministering this gospel, and they're not accepting what we're giving them, then we allow that peace to come back to us and we shake the dust that means we don't sit there and try to make them take something that they don't want to take and the problem I believe with some Christians is they feel like I'm not leaving until they say yes Lord well I'm here to tell you you might be there to Jesus come because some people hearts are, are so hardened towards the things of the world when you're giving them the truth, they're telling you it's not true. That's not what the word of God is saying because their heart has become so hard, even if the truth slapped them in the face, they still wouldn't receive it. So what we have to do is do what the word of God tell us, allow this peace to come back to us because we have delivered the word of God. But the problem is we don't want people disliking us, right? We feel like we can just fix the whole world. Well, I got something to tell you. Jesus already did this. That he's already saved everybody, he's already set everybody free. But if you're bringing what he has done and letting them know that he has reconciled us unto God and given them this good news and they're not accepting it, you are not God. That means you leave that alone. It's too many people trying to get people together that haven't even accepted Jesus as Lord. You notice when we have family functions, you have some people believe in this, you have some people believe in that, and everybody said they say, what's up with that? you have some believing that yeah I know I'm saved but you still out there doing stuff like the world but yeah I know I'm saved but your life don't reflect it then you have a group over here that have totally committed totally set their self aside don't want to do nothing with the parting no more don't want to do nothing with the cursing don't want to do nothing with the drinking but this group over here is drinking they're cursing they're cutting the fool they're saying they're saved and they're saying you are crazy and that God don't want you um, so holy that you can't even do nothing so that's where the separation come in at and then they begin to hate you because you're standing for what's right this is why you have to be separated because if you keep on hanging with that same crowd eventually your mind is set it's going to change you're going to say well maybe I am acting too holy maybe I can take a sip of wine every now and then it ain't like I'm getting drunk Because you want your family to love you, that you fall in prey to what they're doing. Because you don't want to be persecuted. You don't want them to ridicule you. You don't want them to mock you. So you're doing exactly what they're doing so you can fit in with them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can we say hallelujah? Hallelujah. This is what's happening. So we see here that it says, and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake but he that endureth to the end shall be saved This is what we're going to have to endure until it's time for Jesus to come. That means we got to endure it. And and while we're enduring it, we're going to be saved from it because we're going to see a new heaven and a new earth. We're going to be taken from this present world. That's why you have to endure until the end. You're going to be persecuted until Jesus comes. Do not think that you're not going to be treated differently here on earth just because you saved. You're going to be treated worse. And some people, I don't know why people don't like me. I don't know why they treat me this way. Duh, do you read the word? Oh, we're going to get there. Then it said, but when they persecute you in this city, it says, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the son of man be come. So he's telling you right here. He said, you don't have to stay in that city. You don't have to stay in that city and be persecuted. He said, leave that city. Why? Because they're not receiving you. Is that not what we said? When you read the um, whole chapter Mark, um Matthew 10, this is when he's sending the disciples out, the learners, the followers of Christ, and he's telling them, what to do as they go out but he's letting them know everybody ain't gonna receive you and if they don't receive you in this city depart out of this city go to another city if they don't receive you in this city depart out of that city go to another city so he's telling them how to handle it he's not telling them to stay there because they're ministering the good news they're bringing them the gospel of peace they're bringing them reconciliation but if they don't want to accept it guess what it's other people that will so we need to quit trying to force people um, to give them this good news when they don't want it. Somebody a plant, somebody a water, but guess who's going to get an increase? God is going to give it. It's not left up to you. We look at John 15, 19 through 20. John 15:19 through 20 says, If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. Is that not true? If ye were of the world, the world would love its own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Is anybody feeling that now? It said, if ye were of the world, the world would love its own. Have you noticed even, I'll say with family, if someone is not saved and you're saved, that unsaved person is going to end up hating you why without a cause because your beliefs are different from their beliefs but if you're saved and you're going on what they believe and what they're doing they love their own because you're doing what they do this is biblical this is this is the word and then it goes on to say He said, but because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So we're not of the world. You got to see yourself as being not of the world, even though you're in the world. He said, remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. So what is Jesus saying? The servant is no greater than his Lord. Jesus said, I went through it. You're going to go through it. What make you better than me? So we're going to go through things while we're here on this earth. So what we have to do is get over ourselves. Why you think family ain't going to hurt you? Why you think your husband or your wife ain't going to hurt you? They're going to hurt you if they're not believing what you believe in. They're going to come against what you believe. That's where that persecution come in at. You have it read in your own household. It goes on to say that the father and the son going to be coming against each other. You know, the household is going to be coming against each other because you believing differently. You're going to be turning against one another. So you can expect Persecution, he said. If I was persecuted, know that you are going to be persecuted. So don't get upset when somebody is coming against you. You shouldn't be. Wor- we're so worried about having friends. <laughs> we have a friend, and the friend that we have does what? He sticketh closer than any brother. So if we know that we have Jesus and we're standing for what's right, then we wouldn't hold so much in our heart against people when they treat us a certain way will we we will begin to pray for those people because we know who we are now that we are in Christ another thing is let's look at um second Timothy three twelve living a godly godly life you will be persecuted this is a scripture that verifies that in second Timothy three twelve it says, "Yea." and all that will live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution this is paul this is truth so he said if you live in a godly life you're gonna suffer persecution people gonna come at you you can walk in a room and you haven't said nothing as they say people coming at you and you be like wow i just entered the room why because the glory of God is entering that room they know that it's something different about you so immediately they come at you in a hostile way and you're saying well okay then you got to go back and say okay he said if the world hated him they're gonna hate me what make me think that I'm gonna be any different even amongst friends and family this is what the word says so that helps you not to hold anything against them because you know where they are and you know who they belong to right so he said if you live a godly life you will suffer what persecution this is Paul talking to Timothy why Paul is encouraging Timothy he's letting him know Timothy these are some things that's that's going to come at you so I'm warning you ahead of time so you won't take these things to heart and stop doing what you are called to do when we take things to heart y'all we just stop serving the Lord the way we need to And this is the problem in the body of Christ. We spend so much time on why they don't like me. What have I done wrong? If you're doing right, they're going to hate you. That's what the word of God says. We're spending too much time trying to change people's hearts instead of people wanting their heart change. You're supposed to give them the word of God and let the word do the work. You can't do it. We get so happy when we were talking to folk and you know we're having a good time and all of a sudden you have a dispute and you're wondering what in the world happened and you go back to that person and you said if I said or done anything that um, I should not have said please forgive me and they say, oh no 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 problem it's okay so you done your part but then you notice that person is still acting hostile that person is still you know ridiculing you and mocking you for no reason at all but you realizing what the word of god is saying unto you so you're gonna go right back to that brethren right you're gonna bring somebody with you and say you know i i come to you before and i asked for forgiveness and you know i thought everything was okay but apparently there's still some hostility in this room y'all i'm talking about brothers and sisters (laughs) There's still some hostility amongst us and we need to get this situated. I'm just doing it the way the word tell me to do it. Second time you went. They're still saying, no, no, I don't have a problem with you. Okay, next thing you know, your name is running through the church. They know it all. They think they know everything. They think they can do better than anybody else. So guess what? It's coming before the church now because We as brothers and sisters in Christ, we shouldn't be out persecuting one another. We should be loving one another just as Christ loved us. We should be the peacemakers not the one that's bringing the persecution not the one that's being hostile against our brother and sister not the one that's harassing our brothers and sisters making their lives miserable just because somebody is doing something you want to do and that's not what God called you to do. Why are you making their lives miserable? You are doing just what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to persecute them. He wants you to stop them from doing what they're doing because you're not doing it that was a good nugget tonight that's how the enemy works that but when we know what the word of God says when we're in the word we won't allow the enemy to come in because we recognize right then what the enemy desires for us to do we're here to be the peacemaker we're here to know that when persecution comes, it's coming at us because of him. We're hated because of him. This persecution should be coming from other folks and not saved folk. But it's coming through saved folks, the ones that's supposed to know the word. This is why God give us the discerning of spirits so we'll know what spirit that person is of, right? So we won't be going round and round all the time and, and, and doing, you know, I don't want to do that no more. I ain't gonna mess with it because every time I do it people mad at me and they're gonna be mad at you until Jesus comes, until they're ready to change their heart you can't change their heart you just need to be obedient to him now I'm gonna give you another scripture that tells us what to do when this persecution is going on and sometimes y'all it can get so heavy I'm tell you I'm a living witness I have been persecuted 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 treated harshly talked about falsely lied on but I still love you know why I still love because I'm doing just like Jesus would do when I know that I'm standing for what's right I don't change my testimony because everybody acting this way or that way I still do what I do and this is verified in Acts 5 this is what we do when we're going through persecution Acts 5 40 through 41 says and to him, they agreed. agreed. And when they had called the apostles and beat, beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. So this is what we should do when we're being persecuted. We should rejoice. Why should we rejoice when somebody is speaking harshly about us? Why should we rejoice when someone is slandering um, our name? Because they're doing it because of him, because of what you're standing for. So you should be rejoicing. This is what the disciples did. They told him, don't speak no more in that name. But they said, I'd rather obey God than obey man. So even though they was beaten, even though they were let go, they still rejoiced because they suffered. For his name's sake. They knew that they were suffering for what was right, and that's why they were rejoicing. Another scripture to back that up is first Peter four, twelve through fourteen. First Peter four, twelve through fourteen. It says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Y'all know in these uh fiery trials come at us we look at it like what in the world going on what's happening the bible said, think it not strange <laughs> that it should happen unto you but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of christ's suffering that when his glory shall be re- revealed ye may be glad also with exceedingly joy if ye be reproached for the name of christ happy are ye for the spirit of glory and of God rest upon you on their part he's evil spoken of but on your part he is glorified that's why we should rejoice when we suffer for his name's sake, because god is being glorified through us we're not sitting there complaining and 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 whining and you know why this has always happened to me we're giving god glory because we know we're standing for what's right we're not changing because somebody else want us to change we don't change our testimony y'all We don't change what we believe to satisfy the world. We do what he has called us to do, and we continually rejoice, even in the midst of it. Paul was an example. Y'all know Paul got beat. He was left from dead, but it did not change Paul's testimony. It did not change what he believed. This is how the world know that you're different. When you're talked about, when you're ridiculed, especially when you're giving... A testimony and you telling people this is where I've been, but this is not where I'm, I am now. It's not because of me, it's because of him, it's because of what he done for me. Let's say you give g- gave your testimony and you know that testimony is supposed to have changed someone, but all of a sudden that testimony came back and slapped you in the face. People began to be hostile towards you, they began to ridicule you, they began to talk about you, but you knew that you were giving them, you know, what God had given you. He has given you life now and a life more abundantly. That's when you begin to rejoice and you don't pay no attention to their insults. See, you don't uh, allow them to take you out of that place that you know that you're in with him you have to rejoice because if you join in with them, that's what the enemy wants you to do. But if you um, stand for righteousness and stand for what's right and you be a peacemaker, guess what? The enemy ain't gonna get you no more in that area. But if you fall prey to it, he's gonna keep coming at you with the same thing over and over again because he know you weaken that area. Go in the book of Acts and look at how when they was ministering the word of God and how they put them in prison, they were being persecuted. They were suffering for Christ's sake, but they were at peace. They were at peace because they knew they were standing for what was right. And and that's why Paul say for God, I live and for God, I die. So in this life, you will be persecuted you will be treated harshly you will be talked about falsely people will lie on you but I'm telling you tonight get over it because if you know you standing for what's right you don't have to explain nothing to nobody you just continue to do what God has called you to do and that's what that scripture is telling us to do he said bless bless are those let me read out the amplified And the Amplified is saying, blessed and happy and inevitable, fortunate and spiritually prosperous in the state in which the born again child of God enjoys and finds satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of his outward conditions, are those who are persecuted for righteous sake so we're blessed y'all even though we're being persecuted we are blessed because god is going to take care of his own so i just want to encourage you tonight some of you may still um, be persecuted as long as you stand for what's right you're going to be hated you're going to be ridiculed you're going to be mocked you're going to be treated harshly why because of his namesake so i'm telling you tonight get over it go on and rejoice amen through this teaching, dealing with peacemakers, have anybody had any, any situation since we've been teaching on peacemakers that you had to be a peacemaker? Anybody? Not even in your home, not with your husband, your wife, your sister, your brother, your mama, your daddy. Come on, y'all been sailing through? Well, let's thank God, Shirley. amen but then the bible tells us that when they don't accept what you bring in, you allow your peace to come back to you but sometimes we get frustrated right because we know we're trying to be there for the person but the person is giving us a hard way to go that's when we have to do hold up that one finger go to the bathroom and say lord i am here but if it's time for me to shake the dust I'm going to get shaken and I'm getting up out of here because God know how much we can stand. The more you in this word and the more you with him, he know how far you can go with each individual. But I'm going to give you a nugget. If you're not in this word and you're not before him like you should, do not try to take on a mountain that you will not be able to move within yourself. So many people are trying to take on things, but if you have not prepared your heart, like Shirley, she was praying this even while she was on her job, and she probably got things coming up against her on her job because that was the desire. God said, if you delight yourself in me, I will give you the desires of your heart but those desires is coming from the heart of God so by the time she got off that job and she started walking in it did she go through yes she went through did she give up no she didn't give up she felt like she wanted to but God gave her his strength to endure even with that individual that's why I say don't get so fast learn to wait on the Lord because he knows what you can stand and the thing is it's funny because I'm hearing the Holy Spirit say it ain't always the persecution that people are giving us that's giving us the hard time it's us giving them that we harass them <laughs> we are hostile towards them we are harsh towards them because we get frustrated <laughs> so we turn the the thing around and say I don't have to help you do it yourself it make no sense you're just hard-headed and then we start cursing them out then they tell you you ain't say I'm still saying because Jesus died for me over 2000 but you ain't nothing but no 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 <laughs> See, you were not ready for that assignment were you you stepped into something that you should have been seeking the Lord for has anybody has had an experience dealing with being persecuted this way, when you bring in the gospel and you know that you've been ridiculed, you've been talked about, you've been pierced and just slapped every which way but loose. But you knew you did it for his namesake. So you went in peace. Raheem? You can. The middle one, Athea? The middle one.
1: Um, my experience is more a little personal, but I don't mind sharing it because, um, it's just, it's part of who I am. It's part of my story. Um, I was talking to this person one time that I was involved with and we started to get to talk about Jesus and, you know, um, as we were talking, I realized that, you know, our friendship and our bond that we had was slowly slipping away. And I said, like, so what are we like friends or, like, I-, I don't get what's going on. And then the person began to say, well, you just believe in all that power. You just believe in all the things that he can do. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I believe in God. I believe in the fullness of God. And, she was, and then she was like, I don't. And I shook the dust off and I left the house and never returned.
0: You kept him moving. Anyone else? nobody well praise God (laughs) nobody's been persecuted for righteousness sake. amen we give God glory go back and review um, what we have went over so far and while you're reviewing that ask the Holy Spirit say is there one of these be attitudes that I have come across that I could have done differently with people because there's something in our lives y'all that Going over these beatitudes, we like, wow, I should have done that, but I didn't do it. So sometimes it, it comes back at us when we're not in the place that we need to be with God and we're looking at someone else when we need to be looking at ourselves, when we should have been the peacemaker, when we should not have. Harassed and been hostile towards them because we know we're going to get persecuted by those that don't know him. We should be the one that's bringing the peace. We should be the one bringing the reconciliation. So when they come back at us, we don't come back at them in a hostile way because we know who we represent. So take the time and think about those. And then next week, um, if it's the Lord's will, I want us to come together in groups so get your groups together and I want you all to use the peacemaker and the ones that's being persecuted and you can come up with the skit or you can just um come up with something that's going to represent peacemaker and being persecuted so get your groups let's come together next Tuesday and see what you come up with with these two scriptures everybody got it That's up to y'all how, how you want to do your groups Shirley. Challenge. Okay. Everybody got it? Get your groups and please show up. I'm looking at Ollie. I I got my eye on Ollie. I know who's here tonight. I know who's here tonight. Oh, okay. They showed up but didn't do that last time. We had a skit. Show up and be ready to come up. Amen? Amen. Do we have anything else before we dismiss?